Tonight we are going to, um, I really sense that God is wanting to prepare us uh, to take us to a place in Him. And uh, I want to make sure that we have the proper tools uh, to navigate the ground to stand in as God is propelling us towards what He's calling us to be in Him. How many of you know that it's in him that we have our being? It's in him that we move, that we be, that we breathe, that we have our being. Our being is in him. And so if we're going to learn to do and become anything, we've got to learn that in the confines of in him. Can you say in him? So I'm going to uh, give a couple of topics on planted, planted in pursuit. We're, we're going to go over course, a couple of courses of weeks in planted in pursuit. I want to teach you tonight word construction and how God is trying to get his word across in us and through us to train us um, the stability and the stature in word. How many of you know we're built by your word? And so there's word construction. Right now, God is doing word construction in you. Say that he's doing word construction. In you. Come on, he's, he's, he's doing word construction. He's, he's whipping me with a word. <laughs> he's moving me with a word. He's showing me things by a word. So he's doing word construction. And, and when he does word construction, he's removing things and he's implanting things. Because he wants us to have a God registry, a God default a a god default a, a god default what is a god default uh, it's a default that don't point to nothing else but his word no matter where you push me no matter where you turn me no matter you can do whatever you want to do with me but i'm always going to fall on the rock so when god gives you a god registry you you only register the word if we hit you you go the word comes out if we punch you the word it, whatever we do with you just the word comes out <laughs> and and he's trying to configure us in such a way that he gets everything that's not the word out of us so we can know that he is the author and the finisher of all things and our faith can you say amen i want you to go to matthew 22 11 through 14 and i'm 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 going to simplify tonight. I'm going to hit the call, the crucible, and then the covenant. We're going to talk about the call, the crucible, and the covenant. And within that, we're going to deal with word construction. Planted in pursuit. How many are in pursuit of something? How many are in pursuit of what God is calling you? Amen. So, so we're going to learn how to be planted while we're in pursuit. It's vital that you learn to be what? Planted while you're in pursuit. Many times it's it, it get exciting when you're in pursuit, but if you're not planted right, sometimes your pursuit can cause a problem in what you're seeing and what you're perceiving. And so in all that you're, where you're going in God, you have to learn how to always be planted properly. Sometime when you're delusional in your pursuit, look at where you're planted. Excuse me, don't look at where, look at how you're planted. You should have dealt with the where early. 
But look at how you plant it. Because sometimes God leaves moratoriums over how we grow because how we decide to be planted. Come on, we starting already. Sometimes God has to leave a moratorium over how we grow because how we're planted. It's not that you're not necessarily planted. How you're planted is very vital because when you're dealing with levels in God, somebody say levels. When you're dealing with levels, you're always dealing with license. Write that down. You, you're never going to deal with a level if you're not dealing with... Any time you're dealing with ascension levels in God, you're dealing with growth levels in God, you're dealing with clearance and license. You're not just dealing with uh, uh, just some kind of happy-go Christianity. I'm just growing in God. No, there's governmental elements that govern you that allows you growth. That You don't get clearance because you just want to be a, happy, a, a good Christian and... and, and how you justify your growth. There are real governmental elements that's proven. That's what? Turn me down just a hair, just a hair. That's proven. You don't go to college and be like, uh, I'm growing in levels and you don't show proof. But today, as Christians, we can guesstimate our levels. I'm deep because of this. I'm grown because of this. I'm this because, and so God has to give us um, the principles that govern conformity by the word. If we're going, y'all hear me, hear me, hear me. If we are going to get to the place where we can build mature believers for the in age, for the what? And I'm going to get to the scripture because it's going to open up everything. For the end age, because in the end of the age, you won't know what, based on the formula of what we call Christianity, you don't know who is real and who is not. You won't know what is God and what is not. Today, the lines are, are so crossed that you just don't know. And as we go more and more down these, the trajectories of the age, they are, it, it gets more harder to know. We should be speaking one language, because we have one spirit, one way one truth one but we got all kind of denominations all kind of expressions all kind of different things i'm going to tell you right now you will not read the last day deception you won't read it it, it will be that that bit you will not read it and it's already showing itself it's already so tonight we, we, we're going to have to learn the elements of maturity Maturity is a God priority. Write that down. Maturity is what? God's priority. You say, well, I thought salvation was his priority. Well, he, he, he set up a divine order because he said, even if you start, if you don't end well, there's still going to be a problem. So it can't just be the start of it. Now, salvation is the beginning. But God is saying, listen, I want you to stand still. Strong to the end. Those who can stay in faith in the end. So sometimes it's not only, not what only, how I start. It's how I finish. Because many people start well. But see, when you start walking a little bit, you, you realize it ain't as easy as said than done. 
you was walking happy and good, and then you start getting a little limp in how you were walking, and then your legs start dragging. You know what happened? You was like, hey, Jesus, yeah, you ready to save anybody, and then, and then a little bit it start happening, and then you start getting a little slower, and then that limp start happening, and then you start dragging. Now you're crawling. See, it, 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 when you're walking through these things, God, he said, listen, you are going to be sheep amongst wolves. If you don't know how to navigate through wolves, you're going to have problems. If you don't know how to navigate through snakes, you're going to have problems. If you don't know how to navigate in the realms of the spirit to deal with that thing that which trying to deal with you, you will have problems. So we have to make sure that on our trajectory towards our Christ alignment and conformity of the word, and conform, not uniformity, conformity. God don't want uniformity of the word. He wants, see, uniformity means I, I, I bring the word with me, but I, I don't let it change me. <laughs> uniformity is I'm just uniformed in the word. So I can quote it good, I can sound good, I can smell good, I put my Christian hat on when I'm ready, and then, but it's not changing the storyline in my life. But God said, I want conformity. Somebody say conformity. Which means the gospel is to change you. If the gospel is not changing you, we're not understanding the objective of what God came to do. Can you say amen? That was too much of an introduction, but we're going to move on. So we're going to learn how to be planted in our pursuit. But I'm believing in your pursuit. Come on, I, I, I need you to be in pursuit. Tell somebody, I need to mature. Pastor needs you to mature. See, that's maturity that I need you to mature. Somebody said that's maturity. See, you, you, see, you know somebody religious from somebody unreligious from the standpoint of control. Because somebody mature in God, they don't want you to stay, they don't want you to stay little. They like you, we're gonna push you to hurry up, but healthily. We're gonna hurry you up beyond your threshold, but no, we need you to hurry up because the more you stand down, you wear me out. So the body is more happier. We can do more when you stand up in your maturity. Can you say amen? <laughs> Somebody say, I got you, Pastor. I got you. I hear you. All the way down the street, I hear you. Matthew 22. Matthew 22, 11. I want somebody to read verse 11 for me through, uh, through, thir through 14. 11 through 14, Matthew. You got it. Mm -hmm. So when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. Mm -hmm. So he said to him, friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, bind him hand and foot, mm. take him away, cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Uh -huh. For many are called, but what? Now he's dealing with one who came in 
without wedding garments. The garments was not established. The, the stature, the God particle, the, the preparation wasn't established in this person. They wasn't ready. It wasn't that they didn't get in the door. They wasn't ready right. They wasn't, they wasn't dressed right. There's a dressing of God. There's a, a, a type. Many are called, but few are. Well, you know, well, God, we all called, and nobody can't take my call away. All right. Let, all right. See, that's where I get in trouble. Let, let, let me help of a couple of us out. I, I really feel that many believe, because you, many are called, that the calling of God gives you justification out in your life to do whatever you want to do, and you're always going to have the calling. I wish I had time. This is not where I'm going. We've we got to be careful because, it, it, see, God has time stamps. It doesn't mean that he won't make a, and create a new avenue, but God has time stamps. God doesn't, he will not revoke his time stamps on his word. Okay? So, number one, many are called. So, number one, Christians, stop justifying that I'm called. We all, are, we glad you called, and amen, you should be called. All right, I know, I'm going to get in trouble. Well, uh, come on, hear me. Don't, 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 don't go into condemnation, justification, elevation, and all that stuff. We know you called. The call is not the problem. David was called. Joseph was called, but he had to go through the processual that governed the call for the palace. So your calling doesn't just, it doesn't give you liberty without the governance that governed that place. So it's not the highlight that you're, everybody, well, I know I'm called. That's good. The man down the street called too. And he's a drunk. He called. Many are the called, but few are the chosen. And if we're going to be the chosen one, God is saying, I'm looking for those who have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Tell somebody, i got to have an ear. Matthew 11 tells us, he who has an ear to hear, let him what? Hear. Let him what? Hear. Be careful how you hear, the Bible says. The problem is we're focused on the wrong thing. God is trying to give you word construction so you can have the right ear to hear. Your receptacle, it matters how you hear. It matters what you hear. It matters, see, because how you hear will determine how you're navigating through discernment. And the average, most believers' discernment is off. Come on, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not beating on no one. But see, the problem is how you're hearing will determine how you're expressing what you're hearing. But if you don't have the tools to test what you're hearing, how you know, how can you qualify what you're saying? How can you justify what you are saying? Can you say amen? So I want you to understand that many are called. I'm just trying to help us to, 
sometimes slow down on the, 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 the Christian lingo. Sometimes. Just sometimes. Somebody say just sometimes. We're called. Somebody say, I'm called. We got it out of the way. We're called. But now it's time to walk to build the stature of the chosen. Can you say amen? See, when I got to stick around to talk to you, that tells me something about your Christianity. Yeah. Why they can't talk straight? All right, can you handle a straight conversation? See, the one that goes in defense mode or offense first is the immature one. The one that got to watch out first, the, because you see, what shows that you can handle the word of God, rightly dividing, is you're learning, is this too much? Yeah, all right. If you learn to rightly divide the word principally, you will learn, watch this, to, to help people not oppose themselves. Yeah. You, you don't have to watch out. Uh, uh, see, this is foolery. It's what? You, you, you that deep of a Christian, but nobody can't talk to you without you triggering. Do I got to watch your trigger? No, see, I'm not talking to people who just come in. He's, he's, this is for those who, 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 who are, we want to be mature, but we got to watch out for your trigger. How are you going to walk somebody through a process and we got to watch out for your trigger? You want to watch somebody else trigger, but we got to watch out for yours. All right, let's we start down too high. Tell somebody get some water and pour it down. <laughs> no, he's telling you, you this is infantry. This infantry level. You're still controlled by your sinful nature. I can't speak to you as spiritual people. And just because you use spiritual language don't mean you spiritual people. Because yeah. there are many people who use spiritual language don't know nothing about the realms that they're talking about. Yeah. Because these are governance and clearance levels through sight and grace. It doesn't come because you say. You can try to be territorial, do something all you want to do. It doesn't mean that you have a grace to navigate that thing. Are y'all catching me? So some of us are in many individuals. God is trying to get us out of hideout around spiritual placements. How many of you know you can hide around the word of God? You use the Bible as a hideout. Come on. I, I think I went out in an immature Christian. I did that a couple of times. I didn't know I was in hideout. It was hatred, but I, I used it as a hideout. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no way that one got it. Cause uh -oh. Ain't no way God like that. You uh -huh. So you push the word on them. But you in hideout. Come on, God is getting us something. See, when you know that you're mature, you can come out of hideout in straight form of the word. Can you keep a smile on your face even though they're telling you what used to be the, the it's a fact, but it wasn't the truth in Christ? Yeah, come on. Wow. See, that shows if you're in hideout. 
All right, y'all trying to push me into my Sunday dresses. Jesus. Oh, yeah, we about to go down this road. So we have to deal with and address the dealings of justification masquerading as sanctification. Okay? When it's really embedded rebellion against the righteousness of God. Justification masquerading as sanctification and it's really rebellion against the righteousness of God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? God doesn't have a problem. I always say this. God doesn't have a problem when you have a problem. God has a problem in our justification of the problem. Always remember that. Listen to me. When you're walking people through processes, it's not that people have a problem. That is not the problem with God. It's when you have justification over your problem. When you make the word of God something that it's not. Even when pastor is preaching like I'm preaching and I say stuff that sounds hard, I'm not even dealing with your problem. I'm not even talking about you. What I'm trying to do is place the word in the right order. So don't, don't put yourself in there, but we got to place the word where the word needs to be, and then you where you're supposed to be. But if we place ourselves with the word as if this is justification, that's wrong. That's the danger. It's not that you're going through. It's that you justify you'll go through. God always want to be at the forefront of your healing. God always want to be at the forefront of your deliverance. God always want to be at the forefront of your way being made. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So when everywhere you're justifying in your being, you're saying that God, there's something in me that's saying, I got it. Can y'all say amen? I don't want to get off topic here. So we have to realize that 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 I, I, I'm telling you that God is trying to, he uses a crucible to cultivate you through the word and by the word. So you can be mature. And he's saying, I want you to come out of the carnal sensations or the senses of your nature. So the spirit of God is walking you through the process of learning how to have the spirit-led sensation. The spirit-led leading. Tell somebody, I'm learning to be led by the spirit. Okay, so one of the things of being led by the spirit is you got to be familiar with prayer. It's very interesting that people say they're being led by the Spirit. They ain't familiar with prayer. You're not led by the Spirit. You're led by words that you're justifying as you're leading. Word led that did not come, come into the conformity of Spirit led are two different things. Israel was word led. Because Moses was an extension of the leading of the God particle. So God is saying, I don't want you to just read something and say, well, that sounds right, and I'm just going to walk until I hit something. He said, no, I gave you the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you into what? And it doesn't mean that you're not going to make mistakes and make pitfalls and and mess up and move wrong. He's not saying that you're not going to do that. Guess what? Because you're in my hands, I'm going to make it right. When the enemy meant for bad, I'll make it good. He said, oops, well, as long as you stay with me, guess what? I'll make it out of something that wasn't. Can you say amen? Amen. When we violate divine order, 
when we violate divine order and protocols, we walk out of divine growth. That's virtual principles. What did I just say? When we violate divine order and protocols, we walk out of divine growth that is birthed through what? Crucibles. So there's a time that you walk with leaders, you walk with Presbyterian, you walk with um, people who are principled that's, that, that you're submitted under. And now you see their life and they, they, they point to the direction. So you don't have a, not you know now in your mind, you understand from your head. But now you understand from your head. How many of y'all have been learning things you never heard for here? You're like, man, I've been getting it. But how many of you, when you got home, trying to walk through it, it's a different story? Yeah. <laughs> Pastor, I like what you said, but when I got home, I feel like I need a temporary warrior just to take one step. So the word construction is walking you through the process and the protocol through the crucible to get the answer, the end of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Your soul is being cauterized for maturity. Your soul is being developed. Somebody say, my soul is being developed. Because until your soul becomes developed, your body keeps on doing whatever it wants to do. This is why the word has to bring divine construction in the soulical place of you. So your flesh can stop responding like it want to respond. Are you hear what I'm saying? It's interesting. I read scriptures. Sometimes I forget. But I read scriptures like uh, the spirit going to control you to don't do what you like to do. I say, wait, I'm going to like to do what I like. See, the flesh, the flesh, it feels good. So you like it. You ain't got to lie to sound like a Christian. <laughs> See, Christian, oh, yeah, I don't like it. I don't know I can even know. No, you like it. You don't like the end result of it. It's leading to death, but no, you like it. <laughs> I know, I was trying to get a couple of people, two Christians in here. You know, I don't like, no, yeah, yeah. No, it's tasteful. Some of y'all came out and you thought you were done, and then, you know, the smell of it got you. The bottle looked good. You, you don't see, you thought you were done, but no, you didn't dislike it. You liked it. Woo. That taste buddy, you know, you remember it. So it's not, you're going to learn how to submit yourself in such a way that you can tell the flesh no. What am I doing? Telling the flesh no. So it's not that you're telling the flesh you're not going to like it anymore. You're, you're going to tell it no. Come on, I want you to understand that. Because see, we keep waiting for our flesh not to like it again. You don't like it today? No, it's still. Take it away from the now. We sing all songs. Oh, take it away. And we wail at the altar to take it away. Now God, sometimes, because God is God, and there's exceptions. Sometimes he will hit that taste bud out of you. But that's a conviction in you that hit that taste bud out of you. Are you catching me? 
But the majority of the time, it still does not negate the fact that maturity must be established so you can learn to love God above what, what that was. Because he's teaching you how to love him beyond the things that you normalize in the carnality of your being. And let me tell you something. Let, come on. See, Pastor like to help people. I, I don't, I'm not with all this stuff that we say that's not even biblical. Nobody says that you won't be tempted again by the same thing. Well. Oh, yeah, that favorite thing, it came back 10 years later. I'm so sorry, y'all heard some y'all heard some weird stuff. That's not biblical. You'll never deal with it again. Yeah, right. I better take some minutes for that thing comes out. Yeah. Come on. Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. And what did he say? I'll leave you alone now, but I'll come back at a point. I have a, I have a time where you're not gonna want to pray. And I'm going to test those taste buds. I'm going to make it familiar of how we used to roll. And you thought because it's been about five years that yeah. it was out of your system. Come so on. you tested some waters. All right. Come on. You tested some waters that you wasn't going to test. But see, I, 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 it wasn't, don't get stolen by the lie. It is not that it's going to go away. No, you're learning to get the matriculation of maturity. When you're built up in God, flesh is going to stay the same. You are being built up in your most holy faith. Come on, I got to teach you to be not ignorant of his devices. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm helping you not be ignorant of his devices. No, you're always going to have to learn to mature over that thing. This is the problem with Christians today. We have amnesia about our past. So we, we don't realize how much we need God anymore. We don't, we don't realize how much we need God anymore. Can you say amen? Amen. Especially when a coping mechanism has become a normalized. Can you say amen? I wasn't trying to bring one of these tonight. I, I really... How many are encouraged by the grace of God tonight? <laughs> Glory to God. So the crucible is a situation of severe trial or which different elements interact, leading to creation of something new. How many of you know God is doing something new in you? How many of you sense God doing something new in you? Taking a little more prayer and a little more fasting, a little more this and a little more that. He's creating something new. Tell somebody, hold fast, hold fast. Learn to hold fast. Don't let go, don't let up. Hold fast. You are moving. You are growing. You are becoming. Do not allow the adversary to lie to you that nothing is happening. Nothing is growing. Nothing. No, that's a lie. You have taken steps forward. Your submission by default already, you have taken steps forward. Can you say amen? amen. Back then you weren't interested. Now you are interested. That's growth. I used to cut you out. Now I held down the cussing. That's growth. Hallelujah. Not me. I didn't use to cut you out. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to BCC Glory for allowing to change. Write this down. The crucible test includes spiritual tests, mental tests, emotional tests, and physical tests. The crucible test includes spiritual tests, 
Well, mental tests, emotional tests, and physical tests. Are y'all catching that? So what what are the what are the crucible tests include? Spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. So we have to understand that we must learn to submit to the word so we can hold fast to every trial, every temptation, everything that God is trying to develop in us. It's not, li listen, everybody listen real quick. I think sometimes we like to rest in the same faith of grace. So we're not going forward, but we're staying stagnant where we are. And because of the mess up, because of the trial, because I haven't learned how to grow in the grace capacity to overcome certain things, we've allowed ourselves to be stagnant to compensate where we can't sustain. We, we've learned to compensate where we haven't learned to sustain. The problem is when you compensate and now be stale in that compensation. I'm saying something. I, God is going to do something in our registry tonight. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Will you allow God to help you identify where you compensate? We compensated for what we did not understand. We compensated for what we don't know how to get over. So you, 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 you kind of shift a little bit. You change the way you do life. So you don't have to touch that area. You change the way you communicate. You compensate where God wanted to find preeminence of his glory to shine through, to bring you to the next level. Sometimes we don't realize that that compensation in that overcoming was the next level. Y'all better get it. Yeah. But, but you took the step back to compensate where you didn't understand, but the understanding came when you came with the submission. So the problem wasn't your understanding. The problem was submission. And when the submission came, the understanding came. Now the understanding comes, God is dealing with the compensation. Tell somebody, I'm getting rid of my compensation package. Yeah, I have this internal compensation package that I've, that I've made available for where I don't understand. I've made available to, 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 to have preeminence in my life the things that I don't know how to overcome, the things that I, and, and I can't stay there. I don't care how many times I'm going to cycle this. Don't stop pursuing God in it. Y'all hear what I'm saying tonight? Yeah. I don't care how many times you slip, flip, a trip in it. Don't stop pursuing God. The day you stop pursuing God, you've made a compensation. The devil don't, see, he, he, he knows you're dangerous when you keep pursuing God about it because you're going to find an answer. Because he will seek, will find. He will what? You know how I know we compensate? Because we don't have the right questions for the right answers today. And in the architecture of God, in the, I'm looking for the right word. In the, I want you to hear me. In the, what is it called when you make agreements with schools? Contracts. The what? 
You talking about a contract or? Contract, but it's another word. In colleges, for degrees, academic. Diplomas or what? No, no, what no, no. About? It's a type of agreement that shows that you are what you said you are. What's he say? I'll come to it. I don't want y'all to keep saying it. In the confines of of the articulation agreement, that's what I was looking for. The art the articulation agreement. The what? In the, in the confines of the articulation agreement, we have to learn to align ourselves properly. Because God gives us license and liberties as we come into the conformity of his word. Can y'all say amen? amen? So the problem is we have to make sure that we're always pursuing God in where he is trying to call us to. And wherever I've made, uh, wherever I have made allowance and compromise, God is calling you back up to push through. Can you say amen? amen. Tell somebody I'm going to learn to push through now. So the crucible test includes spiritual tests, mental tests, emotional tests, and physical tests. Romans 13.1, real quick. Let every soul be subject to governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and these authorities that exist are appointed by God. Now, the Bible tells us that God is, has appointed men to bring you into the articulation agreement of the architecture of the Word of God. So these men can't be confused about the Word of God. That's why you've you got to be careful. I'm, I'm one of the belief. That there are men that start of base, there are men that have middle uh, uh, stages, and there are men that are mature. Now, I don't think, I believe the body was supposed to work together. Y'all stand with me? Mm -hmm. Well, people don't stay at an elementary stage church, but see, if we have working together, we can work together on how we move the body. But because everybody is self-uniform, the hope is you find a mature man that know how to do all levels. Because if you get stuck at a baby level and you never learn that this can't get you beyond that, because the body's supposed to be mature. So if I'm stuck here and I'm in justification here, all right. I've sat down with many, many many people that can't keep keep a mature conversation in leadership can't even can't even go down that road what is the problem we're self-autonomized today because we're building churches we're not building saints excuse me we are building buildings not churches the church has always been built we're not building the church, the, the saints that need the, the matriculation of maturity. So we'll go in self-autonomized revelation because that's what those who are teaching are in, self-autonomized revelation. So we'll hear something from God that said, I need to be here for such a... All right, maybe this is... I need to lay a foundation here. And we don't know that there are levels of matriculation that I have to get to because God cares about my maturity at the end of the day. 
The day I don't have enough revelation for where you need to go, I need to find you somewhere that can get, take you there. Okay, does that help out a little bit? I'm not ashamed to tell you, you are mature now. You either need, we're going to start you something, or I'm going to find you somewhere where you can start maturing, because I, I just, I'm not going to help you anymore here. That's a mature man. An immature man can't let you go. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And it doesn't mean that when you become mature, you got to go. I'm, I'm just saying, going in the sense that going into your ministry, going where God called you, going into those elements uh, of, of where you are called. You, you have not been, you have now come into a certain knowledge of the truth that you need to, God is now entrusting you with many souls. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Some of you are on your way there. So you, you didn't get the baby, uh, you didn't get the baby woke anymore. That's an old like me. He's talking to you. No, that ain't it. You're on a different stage. On this stage, you don't get as much <laughs> hand holding. <laughs> you, you don't get as much hand holding. God teaches you how to hand hold his hand. He, he teaches you, no, your affirmation you're looking for is going to come through me. Yeah. No, that's not for everybody yet. But as you start walking with God, he has to push you through the crucible to come out with understanding. Because if we hold your hand, you'll never break down enough to be real built, built up again. <laughs> You, you say, well, see, no, because see, when you're holding, we, we're walking you in the prison, you're too strong. So sometimes he has to let you break down by yourself. Yeah. And he say, nobody's there. He say, turn around, here I am. Now you've gotten to know God is there. Yeah. Amen. Somebody said the crucible. So, so God deals with us in patterns, in principle, so we can learn how to walk with him in every area. And coming to conformity of the word. Can you say amen? Mm -hmm. And the reason why is he has to. I'm, I'm after a point tonight. I'm really after a point tonight. Uh, so so I'm, I'm, I'm molding this into something. Because I'm after a specific thing tonight. He, he needs us to come into maturity. He needs us to come to what? Maturity. Now, how many of you remember I talked about the three levels of discernment? The three levels of discernment. Number one, natural intuition. Natural intuition. The nature of union of the flesh. So natural intuition is you have this intuition. Kind of like the sensations that, that Paul was talking about. You are still controlled by your earthly sensual self. So natural intuitions, I'm hungry. Uh, I'm hurt. I'm not good. They're more external. They can be internal in your body too. All right, But they're natural intuitions they're, they're also some of it is also still carnal wisdom how many of y'all know he said the wisdom of the world so there's a wisdom of the world yeah. 
Oh, we got we got to grow down this road. Because many people call wisdom and it's not biblical. So it's not wisdom from God, it's wisdom of the world. There's a wisdom of the world and there's a wisdom from the kingdom of God. Can you say that? So you got to understand that, that, that the wisdom of God does not violate quick precept. Can you say that? So now, so there's natural what? Intuition. Then there's heightened sensation. Somebody say heightened sensation. The sensitivity to, to certain realms. So how many are sensitive? You can feel certain things. You see certain things in the spirit. You sensitive. This one got a bad energy. A church of bad spirit. I mean, this one got a bad spirit. So you can sense certain things. There's heightened sensations. Okay. The ability to see, the ability to see, yet cannot perceive what's behind the ocean. Can sense fear of a level. You can sense the fear of a level. You can sense things are going on. Okay. These are heightened sensations. You can sense, you can feel, you can even kind of know certain, you can see certain things. But you don't have a total understanding about it. Can you say amen? And then there's the third alignment, third discernment element. The third discernment element is alignment, alignment elevated interpretation. Or elevated alignment interpretation and this person can read these levels uh, and have interpretation on these levels it's rooted at the core of the exercise of their spirit in through love they exercise their spirit to understand these levels through love can you say man now I want to say something really quick because I, we, we have to be careful when I'm talking about the matriculations of maturity and elevated uh, understanding you got to realize that how the devil is getting away with what he's getting away with when it comes to uh, uh, all the denominations, all the deception that's playing its part. Most of that is because we haven't learned the maturity of the Bible. That's why. If this is in place, you, you won't have that. Okay? For example, many uh, will read the scripture. You have an unction from the Holy Spirit. You have all, know all things. You need no man to teach you again. You need no man to teach you. You need no man to teach you. Okay, so if it's out of biblical exegesis, a balance, you'll think nobody's supposed to teach you today. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So the problem is now you have God said justification. Y'all gonna stay with me tonight. We gotta watch God said justification. How many heard God said and it wasn't God? Come on, can y'all be honest? Somebody told you something and it wasn't God. Now let me ask you something. How did you know it was God or not? <laughs> like you were supposed to put the test on them, not me. How did you knew based on the word of God? You know by the what? You know by the word. So we handle God so rightly today that everybody can say God said. How many of you know mature people don't say God said a lot? I bet you never noticed either. You, you probably didn't even notice. They don't say God said a lot. You know why? 
Because they understand that realm, that's a realm that you speak from. That's a realm you don't just see. We don't have no fear and trembling. When you say God said, who are you speaking from? We handle it lightly because everybody just got, God didn't have to say everything. God don't have to say everything because he speaks by principle of his word. So I don't know. I don't even say God said. How many times have you heard me say God said? I don't say it much. And sometimes he will say, but I still won't say God said. Because the majority of what God will say, he, you, when you are principled and you can lay foundation and you can establish doctrinal elements that build souls or architecture, you don't have to say God said to get your to get your way with somebody. See, the problem where it's coming in, people have used it because we now didn't know that we tapped into something that was not of God, that now we use it to get our way across. So if I don't say God said, you're not going to listen to me. That's now you're, you're coming into the element of bewitchment. Wow. Wow. Oh, y'all better hear me. Wow. We don't even know we do it. We do it off the drum. Everything God said, God said, be careful. Just be careful. Because until you can read and explain how he said it, why he said it, write it down and let's see it come to pass. See, that's testing. I, I might have to open up the line because I, 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 all right, let, let me get through the scripture. We're going to open up the line. God, all right, let's get, let's get to the scriptures. Glory to God. That's why we're here. How many of y'all getting this so far? Yeah. All right, let, let me lay a foundation real quick. I know time is, is moving. No, before I get there, no, no, listen. Jesus. Go to 1 Peter 4. I know I have a lot of scriptures uh, back there, Jim. Just, just stay with me. Go to 1 Peter 4, 11. Somebody read that for me. 1 
when I get around spiritual men, I am very careful. Y'all know, y'all know also that when, in the beginning, I learned quick. I said, I think. <laughs> I think God said. Because see, Jesus saying, I'm going to judge you for every word that you speak. I, I, but when you back, when you when you're trying to back me up in what you say, make sure that I said. Because you you have no fear in what you're about to say. You say it so loosely. You say it so vibrantly. All right, I know the seed. I hope nobody clicking off right now. This, this. How many of y'all hear what I'm saying? All right, let me give you more scripture. Come on. I, I'm, I'm trying to help you. Because if we're going to understand the government of God, you got to understand. God is going to grow you up into that arena. But that arena is mature arena. Mature people, if you listen to them, they don't say God said everything. They don't have to. They'll say it here once in a while. But the, the matriculation of their words of what they're saying is God spoke. So the fact that somebody got to keep saying God said, that's already a force multiplier being established to try to get control. And we have to be careful because in the, in the interim of our stages, when we're learning, we don't know that we're doing that. We, you won't, how many, come on, how many of you know that you won't know that you're doing that? Yeah. You won't know. It's, it's an honest, it's an honest thing that you're doing, but you don't know that you're doing that to make the person hear that this is serious type thing. When seriousness is beyond principle, you can confuse somebody. Because if you tell somebody God said something and you don't know how to build the architecture of the one that you're talking to, it already proves that you didn't have license to God said them. It doesn't mean that you can't use the scripture. But you got to be, be careful with the God said them. It doesn't mean that God won't... All right. Oh, Jesus. Okay. It doesn't mean that God won't give you a word for somebody in the store and you don't know them. Okay? The exception is God will give you a word because somebody's in danger and, and, and they just need that word right away. So you, God gave you a word on aisle three and you're not all mature. Listen to me, these are somebody's exceptions. You're not all mature, but you're sticking with the, you're speaking with the spirit. You're sticking with the what? And now he said, go our one. And you heard some, your name is Geneva. God said that. Ta, ta, ta. But even those levels for you to read and articulate what God is saying is a maturity. Those are maturities. So that the devil don't steal a conversation while you're saying what God said. Because as you're maturing, as you what? Maturing. It's not a bad thing as you're maturing. Sometimes in the midst of why you're thinking God thoughts, some of your thoughts is adding in. How many of you ever had a, started a conversation with God thoughts? You didn't realize when your thoughts jumped in. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I came with God thoughts. But somewhere this conversation didn't go right. Somewhere along the way, my... Oh, that's why I don't, let me read out some scripture. Somewhere, my thoughts jump in. 
Can you say amen? Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Are uh, y'all hearing what I'm saying tonight? Come on, let, 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 let's go down this road. James 3, James 3. If anyone, hold on, go to James 3 while I'm talking. James 3, 1 through 3. But while I'm talking, this is not James 3, but I'm going back here. If anyone speak, let them speak as a what? So God qualifies oracles. All right, before James 3, before James 3, God qualifies, this is the Holy Ghost. Let me show you. Don't go to James 3. Don't go to James 3. Go to Hebrews 5.12. Somebody better be writing this down. I'm, I'm giving you a line of more line right now. I'm giving you a line of more line right now. No, he said they need to speak as a what? Oracle. Oracle. Oh, you want to speak God breathe on me and, and, and nothing missing. The oracle means you're speaking purely from the throne room. Yeah. That flow, that flow, that that flow registry, you're speaking purely from the throne room. You're not adding or taking away. If I said one word, don't add ten more. If I said ten words, don't you add one or take away. Are you hear what I'm saying? So that's purely from the throne room to be able to speak as an oracle. Let me prove it. Hebrews 5. You ready? Somebody read verse 12. Just verse 12. If you by this time you ought to be teaching, you need someone to teach you again mm -hmm. the first principles of the oracle of God, and you have come to need milk and not come to Whoa! So hold on. I think some of y'all missed that. You ought to be what? Teachers. Teachers. Evangelizing. Teaching. Teaching the word. Training people up in the word, right? You need someone to teach you again the what? The first principles of the what? Of the oracle. So how would he get qualified? How would he qualify an oracle? <laughs> he qualifies an oracle, the one that on, out of milk and onto solid food. He's saying you should be teachers by now, but you need someone to teach you again the first. So first principles govern the oracles of God. Yeah. So if you don't even, if you haven't learned to mature through the elementary principles, how can you be qualified to speak as an oracle of God? All right, are y'all reading the same thing I'm reading? Yes. Are y'all seeing this breakdown? So though you are, this time you're going to be teaching about it, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles that govern the oracles of God. Now he just said, if anyone speaks, let him speak as what? As an oracle. So if I'm going to teach a man, I better know the inspiration of the Spirit and speak when God says speak. And teach when God said teach. Yeah. In season, out of season. So I can teach the word, but when inspiration comes, I can now use the oracle of the power of the word of God. Everything is the word of God. But if God wants to do a turn, I'll turn with him. So what qualifies God's sake? 
Stop right there. I didn't say it. They're unskilled in what? Now, remember, this one is the one who needs the first principles of the oracles of God. Yeah. Which means, for everyone who partake only of milk, he's saying this person ain't on milk, they're not on solids yet. Alright? They're still on milk. They're not on solids yet. But they're unskilled in the word of righteousness. What is the word of righteousness? <laughs> What is the word of righteousness? All right, I'm going to do a little mastery class with you tonight. Somebody find a scripture of what you think the word of righteousness is. Come on, Bible scholar. What is the word of righteousness? Uh, give me a scripture that, that explains righteousness. All right, let me help you out tonight. <laughs> Let me help y'all tonight. Y'all ready? I don't think I have the scripture in here, but I'll pull it up. Here we go. Romans 1.16. Y'all ready? Romans 1.16-18. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but the Bible of God to salvation everyone believes, for Jew and also the Greek. For in it, for in it, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, of the power of God and salvation of who believe, first Jew and also Greek, for in it the righteousness, the what? The righteousness of God is revealed. So righteousness is revealed from. Okay, so where is righteousness revealed? Okay, so you 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 don't understand righteousness if you don't have faith in God. Okay, you see how we're building there? So righteousness points to Jesus. So the more that you know about Jesus, about you, you understand the righteousness of God. Yeah. And the more that I believe in Jesus and not me, when I'm walking you through, I stop pointing to me or you, and I start pointing to Jesus. So God is saying, I can't use people who can't see my righteousness because they're unskilled. They're going to use carnality to justify what I said, and I didn't say that. They're going to use carnality to justify their church structure. They use carnality to justify how they want people to walk. Because you heard me right the first time, so i got to be right the second time. They're going to use carnality to justify what they say. They didn't know they jumped into carnality. Because they still felt the spirit. So can I still feel the spirit? Even though I'm wrong? All right, glory. We don't have time for this. God doesn't jump you out of this. The anointing doesn't qualify principle. See, I can be under the anointing and say, no, I said the wrong thing. Because there's, an un there's a maturity of unction that even though I feel God, it doesn't mean that he, he, he disqualifies me. 
He'll, he'll, he'll still keep the anointing on me, but he'll still look for repentance. Because you have the tools to self-check. Tell somebody I'm learning that I have the tools to self-check. So what if God let you test yourself rather than him test you when you went? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the tools to self-check? I feel like I'm going too too far tonight. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna start watering a little bit. Glory to God. But in the righteousness of God, it reveals righteous, right standing, the righteousness, what God did. Through faith of what he did, my belief and what he did, my belief and what he did, my belief in looking at that cross, keeping my eyes set on Jesus. My eyes set on Jesus reveals the righteousness of God. And the more that I grow, how, can you grow in faith? Yeah. Okay, so you can grow in rights. Even though you have an heir of all. You can grow in faith? Okay, so if, 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 if it's built by faith, based on my growth level as my righteousness, of what I perceive as righteousness in my level. But God is saying, even though you're an heir of all, you still have to mature. Because I need you all from milk. You need someone to teach you again the first principles that govern the oracle of God. So for you to articulate, have the articulation agreement of my kingdom. That's the articulation agreement of my what? So there's an articulation agreement. There's covenantal agreement as you walk closer with God. As you go closer, we walk together. See, and you don't get to say, I, I, I just felt like saying the wrong thing today. Because you will have come into conformity of the word. So you, you are not one without each other. So the rebellion will have to be vile. It has to be vile rebellion. Like you have to literally say no. Are y'all catching this? Because you've learned this stage where you walk together enough and you know when God is saying ah, something is wrong. Yeah. You can feel, you can sense. You, th there's a sensation, there's an understanding within you because he lives in you. Can you say amen? amen. So you have to understand that God is, is wanting us to grow up into the articulation agreement of the kingdom of God. That now when he, 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 he trusts us, he says, hey, I'm sending you souls. I need you to be able to navigate with my spirit based on where they are and you're going when you speak they're going to hear you yeah and they're going to take your word as bond so you're not just going as a regular christian and just go give some spiritual words and walk away at, like you ain't got no responsibility in what you just said yeah no you don't you don't get to do that anymore yeah. when you say you know that i'm holding you accountable for what you say to me So your confusion and how they got an attitude with you and got an attitude back, I, 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 see, that, those are babes. Yeah. Because you don't get government license to do stuff like that. Yeah. Because they still believe that that's okay because it's justified. See, justification. Yeah. You was already, if you had clearance, you already went through the pruning process of all that justification. Mm -hmm. You know you don't get to justify like that. They didn't want the gospel. <laughs> Could it be how you get there? Yeah. I need somebody praying in this hour. I feel like this stuff's so 
Are y'all catching what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Let me hurry up and get to the man because I, I think we need to, some prayer capacity for this next time. Jesus. Hallelujah. How many going some getting something out of this? Yeah. All right. Let me give you another one. Here. Go to James three. I'm just trying to prove this to you. James three. James 3, 1 through 3. Watch this. For the sake of time, I'm going to read. My brethren, let not many of you become. My brother, let not many of you become what? Now, how many of you know teachers are across the board? Whether you're a pastor, you're a teacher. Whether you're a pastor, you're a teacher. Whether you're a teacher, you're a teacher. You're still teaching. Whether you're a prophet, you're a teacher. Whether you're evangelist, you're still teaching something. Okay? My brother, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive the what? So as I stand here talking to you, I have to realize that I'm going to be judged for what I'm telling you. Even if I don't see you tomorrow. What makes me comfortable in what I'm saying is, I have to go through the perceptual of being governed by the word that I'm speaking. But if I'm not processed, I might have trepidation in what... Now, the trepidation is still because of fear of God. Yeah. But it's not fear of, of, of you. Are you catching what I'm saying? So he's saying, be careful, but many should not be teachers. They're going to hold the trigger judgment. Because based on what you say, I'm holding you accountable to what, you, what, what they're going to live based on what you say. Right. Go to the next scripture. For we stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in words, come on, somebody. If 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 if, if anyone does not stumble in what words. words, he is a perfect man, able to also bridle the whole body. What is he saying? As I build word construction in you, when you become an oracle, that word that you're speaking from is the one that you've already been built by. It's already gauging how your life is. Yeah. See, the problem with why we didn't catch that is because we see people saying right words, but live horrible lives. Oh, Lord. And we qualified that so long that we don't even know how to navigate principle living with oracle speaking. Yeah. Principle living with... Oracle. When you have principle living, God gives you clearance for oracle speaking. Yeah. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? Yeah. He said, if you don't stumble in your word, he is a perfect man, able to also bridle the whole body, which means you've learned to be processed. you learn the processual of a word. You've learned to be processed through a word. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. Somebody say word construction. Word. Lord Jesus, I gotta get you out of here and get some rest. Jesus. So as we go down this road, I want you to understand God is looking for divine construction of the word. And as we are in 
our pursuit. We got to learn to be planted. The planting, the planting of you, is not about some religious uh, denomination or domination. It's not about some religious denomination or domination. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's about the development to matriculate into maturity. And most of that matriculation has to come by way of your seek, your search. Which means what you're not hungry for, you won't always find. Because it's, it's illegal to give somebody beyond their, their, their ear structure. It's illegal to give somebody beyond there. But the reality of it is, many, many of, for example, by the grace of God, there's a lot of things that I grew into. But I have to ask myself, did my man of God have what I needed? At the, the whole time, did he have what I needed? I need something, right? But he had the word for the construction for me to get what I need. So why didn't I ask in a package? Because as God is building you, that rebellion starts to drop off. Because we don't want to know everything right now. And some who do, you've learned to submit yourself to a different level. So when you learn to submit yourself to a certain level, and all things are God, you you are you're at the table. You're hungry. Yeah. And now you allow the word to construct you and God tests you and you go into construction. And you're gonna learn sometime. But some of you, you're not hardy, you don't need to learning. I did that wrong. I did. I know I did it wrong. Amen. But now you correct how you're doing it now. Tell somebody, I'm growing. I'm growing. So God is having you on an accelerated path because he needs, watch this, not only Christians, he needs maturity. Yeah. Not only. That doesn't mean he didn't want Christians. He, he, but he needs mature Christians because we, we, we got to get to a point where we stop teaching the church about corner conversation, having corner conversation. Mm -hmm. I cannot speak to you as spiritual people. But to ask corner. And God wants to have a spiritual conversation. Can y'all say amen? amen. I, I really don't want to have a whole page left. I didn't get to my third point. But we're out of time. How many of you are blessed tonight? Amen. I'm going to open up the line. I need you to talk tonight. Um, God is through the construction of this word he wants to and as he pursued you he wants you to know that you're in the right place at the right time how many of you have heard that you're in the right place at the right time no I'm not saying it to teach you I'm saying it because of the word construction that he's doing in you mm -hmm. we're building on purpose Say that we're building on purpose. We're building on purpose. If a person is not building on purpose, they don't know how to build. Yeah. Or don't know what they're building. Every one of you, we, we I'm being built. We're being built on purpose. We're being built on purpose. So know that it's not about just an inspiration if it's not leading to the building, the construction of purpose. 
So as we walk, God is saying, I'm building you. How many of y'all heard me say this about four times in the last four weeks? That you don't have to run to go start a ministry. When you become a church, ministry will come yes. to you. Yes. Listen to that. Yes. Because many are pre-prone to go run and they don't know that they're, they're, they're trying to do that because they're... Yeah. Y'all, they want to hurry up because they're... You're rushing. Why? Because... That's your God strategy. And if anybody opposes your, oh Jesus, anybody opposes your CD, your channel, your book, and say, oh, did you test that? You want to oppose them. Because you're not interested in principled insight. If it's God, what you scared of? Tell somebody, if it's God, what you scared of? If it's God, listen. If you come to me and say, is that God? Let me check. And I say, come on, then. Let's right. it. Come on. <laughs> Let me make room for you. Come on, my precepts are in order. Let's go. That's why I'm not quick to say anything. Because if I'm not rightly divided in my precepts, i got to watch what I, even if I feel it, even if I hear it. See, see it's not always, be careful how you hear it. Because see, sometimes if, if all right, y'all ready to go to another level? Yeah. See, sometimes it's dangerous to try to hear when you're going through things with in marriage and hearing when you're going through with people at the job and hearing because your hearing can be big. Hearing when you desire more money, desire more stuff, you you gotta be careful. Yeah. Make sure that you get some insight, you because your your hearing could be bit by your desire. And you will find scripture that justifies your walk. Right. Right. Wow. Right. That's not only for you, that's for everybody. That's for me. That's what no, no, no. I have to make sure that I'm hearing right. I, I, this is why prayer is important because if it's something that's going on in this line and I can't process that mind right, I gotta be careful if I'm trying to go hear God. Yeah. And that's the problem today. Many people got all kinds of issues. And they're trying to hear the mind of God and they don't know that that frequency is, is being manipulated. You, 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 we just bought microphones today and I was playing with the frequency, one frequency. And I, I asked one of the teachers, say, can you hear me? She said, no. But I'm right next to you. Can you hear me? No. <laughs> and I checked the frequency. She was on two, I was on one. Jesus. Even though you're next to me, we're on the wrong frequency. Wow. Even though you're right next to God, you're here, but we're on the wrong frequency. So we raise a generation that 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 it, it's not about your problem, but because you've made you you made substance out of to, to solidify it. God is saying, I need you to move that out of the way so I can deal with you. So yeah. when you when I want that frequency with you, it's not tempered with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many believers' frequencies are tempered with. Mm -hmm. They can't hear you. It's impossible for you to hear straight. You that the dealings of principle is out of order. Yeah. You can't violate principles and want a clear frequency. Yeah. It's like violating the instruction manual, thinking I'm going to hear on on two and she's on one. Yeah. Wow. Well, you're here. I'm here. I should be able to hear you. <laughs> 
God has a heart frequency. He has a divine alignment frequency. Can you say that? Amen. And he's looking people to be in his frequency. This yes. is why it don't matter. It don't matter because you got a mic. It don't matter because you got a channel. It don't matter because you close. It doesn't mean you're in the right frequency. Come on. Come on. Because when he speaks, he wants you to hear clearly so you can be an oracle. What I just can't you hear me? No. That means that I I can't go speak as an oracle. Right. That's right. That's I, right. I better be careful. I can tell my testimony, but I even better be careful. Yeah. I better stop it at that because my frequency is off. Right. And we walk out of the house with all frequencies and trying to go minister. Huh. It shows the immaturity and the qualification of justification of how we think we can do God things outside of the realms of the spirit. Yeah. All right. I gotta open up the mic. Amen. Somebody say, I'm, I'm getting on my God frequency. I'm getting on my God frequency. Come on, I'm aligning with my God frequency. Yes. We're not on the same frequency. Yeah. Come on. Come on, get on that mic. You know your yeah. people are going to yeah. email me. I'm not getting to your emails anymore. And say why you didn't get it. Oh, you did? Say that again. You, that, was, that was good. Say that again. No, I was just saying, after what you just said, it makes so much sense why, you know, the scripture says that the Father is not the author of confusion. Right. And that that's the enemy because we're not on the same frequency. Come on. And because I'm hearing one thing and somebody else is hearing something else, and we should all be on the same frequency and be in unity. catching me. Yeah. So you have to have the right heart alignment that govern the principle that you're trying to walk out. Yeah. This is why God sets orders. Yeah. You can't govern my house if you can't govern your house and those around you. It's not personal. Tell somebody it's not personal. Yeah. But you got to learn how to govern what you have before you start governing. Why would, why would I send you on a mission to go govern some stuff and you can't even govern what you have? Yeah. Yeah. So you and have see people, people see you can't say that because people take it personal because grace we cover everything with and I, that tells me you know, you're trying to say that mercy god is having mercy on you not grace grace is god's capacity mercy gives you a chance to get back into that capacity grace is god's capacity based on faith but it's mercy endures forever his mercy endures forever. Amen. Who just spoke? Uh, Marla. Amen. Anybody else? Come on. Uh, uh, stand out. Uh, uh, 
grab that mic. I'm sorry. Y'all know we got people online. They want to hear also, if you don't mind. Thank you. Oh, I'll get you right after. I can speak loud. Oh, there it is. Um, <laughs> Um, just wanted um, you to break something down, just going back to what you were saying earlier, um, in that oftentimes we want God to take something away, but he'll allow certain things to take place in order to keep, to keep us growing, you know, for us right. to grow through it. Um, and then you were saying that sometimes we'll try to compromise, and that's the word that you use, to compromise um, an area of our life to keep from, you know, to going through, you know, whatever it is. Yes. And so what came to mind, uh, this passage that came to mind was in First Thessalonians, where it said to abstain from all appearances of evil, and then it goes on to say that the very God of peace will sanctify you. Yes. And I thought about the word sanctification, what that means to be made holy, means to be set apart, you know, right. to separate Come on. ourselves from yeah. whatever it is that uh, it appears to be evil. So. Amen. That's a good breakdown. Yeah. So, so, so my question is, how would you, so, so if we're to be made holy, right, as right. the Lord is holy and we're to be sanctified, to be set apart, to separate ourselves from that which isn't edifying to us, um, mm -hmm. how would you distinguish between someone compromising their lifestyle and not wanting to grow and separating from that which is evil? You see what I mean? Separating I got from you. that. You see, I got you see what I mean? So, you ready? Right. One word, justification justification okay when when where there's i want y'all to this god says justification is an abomination there's a point where justification gets so dangerous it could be an abomination okay god hates when we justify okay he said don't even judge yourself by yourself don't judge yourself by yourself, okay? Those who judge themselves by themselves, he says, it's not wise, okay? I said justification is because anybody who have a heart of God, a heart of God that's reading from God, God don't have self-justification outside of his own realm, his nature. So God in his own nature submits to his own way. God's ways are his word. So I have the God nature and I'm saying I'm of God. I am not without the word that governed the God. So submission is protocol by, by the, the operation of having the God. You catch me? So by default, my submission will be in place with my confession. But when I have justification... The stalemate of justification becomes bitterness. It becomes havoc. It becomes altercation. It's, it's twisted lifestyle. And, and that's a danger. Because now you're not allowing the spirit of God to navigate your life anymore. And you can be doing damage in believers' lives. You can be doing damage in people's lives in the name masquerading as God. Okay, so that's why he said, be careful. Oh, see, yeah, bring me in my Sunday message. We're going in, in, into understanding forgiveness. This has been a week that's been powerful. 
But, but he said, be careful, least the root of bitterness springs up, which many become defiled out of the grace of God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The root of bitterness can take me out of grace. That, that's deep. Which many become defiled. Many. Many are called. Many are called. But who can, who can go over the defilement of heart structure? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So, uh, great question. That was, that was really, really, really in-depth. Uh, but absolutely, I would say justification. Whatever you do, no matter what you're going through, don't ever think you know beyond the knower. Because the day that you can't be taught anymore, there's the day you're in trouble. The day where you have self-government, the day you're in trouble. Yeah, that, that's, that's the danger. You know, it's better not to let somebody else's rebellion of hurt and pain become your rebellion. It's better to, to get, allow yourself to release that and find someone that you feel that God is God sent. And, and God will show you that that's, that's the right person. Okay? Uh, great, great, great question. I, I, I think many need to hear that. Uh, but, but this is how dangerous justification is. So whatever you do, be careful with justification. Because we're justified by Christ. And when Christ is not shown in your justification, you're justified by yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Did you have anything else, man of God? Amen. Anybody else? Hallelujah. Are y'all growing from this? Oh, she had <laughs> Well, I just, just want to make a comment tonight um, about when you uh, talked on Matthew 22, 11 through 14, about the garment and when he came into the wedding feast. I had never seen that before, so... That was really eye-opening to me tonight, um, just about, you know, how our garments and how we're dressed and that how we have to be pro appropriately dressed, you know, to do the work of the ministry. And that, Amen. You know, and, and like you always tell us, it matters how we start. It matters how we do things. It matters how we hear. It matters what we say, you know. So right. all of that is being dressed, you know, being absolutely for him and for his service. So that was a really eye-opening to me tonight. So good. And you know what? You just opened something up. That dressing is, if God is his word and he's dressing you by himself, he's dressing you by the word. Amen. So if they came dressed dirty, you were dressed with words that were not his. Are y'all here? You, you can't, those words did not come from me. But he was in the party. Hey! hey hold on. All right, hallelujah. Go, Sorry. Go ahead. That made me think of Zechariah 3 uh -huh. when uh, Joshua, the angels, took Joshua's clothes off and gave him a, a new garment. And so because he wasn't dressed right. Come on. And so that that that, that, Come just, on. that just clicked it with me because yeah. um, I looked at it as my life. Like when we were in our right. we weren't dressed in the proper garment. Mm -hmm. But then we came in Christ, and now he said, you know, throw them clothes away, put on the right garment. And so right. the man wasn't dressed appropriately for the wedding. And so those who are in Christ, we have on that wedding garment, so now we can partake of everything that God has. See, that not, that wasn't even what I was going to ask. I'm right, no, that's about, really good. Come on. You know, you get those, and that's yeah. what I really thought about. I was like, wow, Zachariah 3, 
That is that is good. And I never seen that scripture before either about the wedding garment. And I've been reading Matthew. Amen. Times. Amen. Must have been not paying attention. But also, what I want to say was, what stood out to me, and I was gonna piggyback off of what um, you said as well about just like the confusion. And I know God has been showing me like Proverbs uh, 3, 5 been on my heart a lot. And it was just trusting the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. Yeah. And, you know, that one is the one that I studied on when I was, you know, really in the babyhood um, of my journey with Christ. And so like you were saying, you, you and the desk was side by side mm -hmm. and you're walking with God. And so like, you know, when something's not right because it's just been you and God, you right, and God. Right. And so yeah. I think of um, God had me, uh, I just went through a whole little, discernment about really John 15 and you know abiding in the love but really love is the ways you know let go of your mentalities Come and on. so it's just like when there's yeah. confusion that's because you're not in you're not in God's ways but you're in your own ways therefore you didn't even let go of your own understandings so it's hard for you to even get in alignment because right. um, everybody's just you discombobulated is the word you really mm -hmm. just all over the place and so it's just like when you was saying we walking with God, that's really how it is. You know, you let go of your own ways. You came into God's ways. Right. So now you're even able to really have that oracle. Right. Have that oracle. And, you know, sometimes it's just like, well, I thought I said what God said. I know a friend of mine, we had a convo, and he was just like, you said some things that kind of slapped me in the face. And I remember you were saying when a spiritual person talking, another spiritual person talking, you just like, well, wait, hold on. And it's just yeah. like, he was just like, you know, that threw me off because he wasn't necessarily in our way. And that happened to me before. I was like, wow, I jumped outside of the rest. I wasn't even in the spirit no more. And my own thoughts jumped in. Amen. So you have to self-check. Amen. And so I was saying it's all about the posture. If your posture is right in God, then your ways are right. Your mentalities are right. Come and on. it's just that focus. Yes. And then you can walk with God step by step by step. Come it's on. just beautiful. Okay. Amen. That's Give it. a hand clap. That was good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Let, let me share something that, that you highlighted. Um, one of the things, see, when you become articulate, you, you learn the articulation agreement by the Spirit through the government of God principally, all right? When people are out of alignment, you don't even go down those roads. Even if they want to go, you don't go. It's a waste of time. Do you go to church? No. But you want to have a deep conversation about God? See, people want to, you know why people, see, see, religious people fight with me. But see, I'm not talking to my own, I can show you in the Bible how that's out of order. So I'm giving you line upon line. So why would I go in depth of how this go and how, it's not saying, I, I'm going to point you to the door. All right, hold on, because we're talking about word construction. They want to talk about money or that or how people are doing this in the church. And we come up, and because they, it's a church conversation, we'll spend two hours in that thing. Yeah, you're right, man. You, yeah, yeah, I tell you, uh-huh. Man, yeah, but man, all right, all right, Christian dude, yeah. Not knowing that through it, he's unsubmitted because he was hurt. He, he said it all in there. You missed it. He's this, he's that.
So why are you going down his line of thought, not knowing that's justification of what he's doing too? <laughs> Rather than walking him to the door of the last rebellion that he took. So we're not going to sit here for two hours and talk about ain't your mom and them in church unless it points to why you, why you came into rebellion of submitting. Because no matter what they do, this is God's order. And then we show it through the heart of God. We show it. What I'm sharing with you, though, maturity doesn't waste time. You learn how to navigate conversations based on the doors that's associated with people's lives. You hear what I'm saying? Because what, a lot of times when we have pain, you got to read. I, how many of y'all got that tonight? You got to read when people are. All the scripture. And by the time you walk through all the hiding, they really mad. They mad. They don't understand. But they professionalize to keep themselves afloat. Hiding. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? And so it doesn't mean that God doesn't want them. It doesn't mean that God doesn't want to save them. This is where we have to learn how to have the, art, the right articulation, speak as the oracle of God, identify those souls and navigate uh, through their life. But if you're principled, you can read the art, you can read that the equation, where the equation is wrong. How many of you have ever been in, in, in a math class or a professor showed them probably long too? And they can point in the middle of the problem. That wasn't supposed to go there. That was supposed to go there. I got me. It, was, it didn't come to the conclusion because I missed something in the middle. When you have an articulation agreement with the kingdom of God and you'll be able to read principal architecture, you say, ah, ah, that one right there. That's the door that's associated with your trauma. And until that door closed, it doesn't matter what you're trying to sound like. It doesn't matter what you want to talk about. You can't ascend unless that door closed. So let's work on that door. And then we can start walking towards where we're called in, in, in the fullness of that. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So this is why God needs maturity, because he don't need people to justify people who are out of alignment. And by tonight, you should know what out of alignment is. But just think about how many people are in justification, revelational justification. Okay? So it, it doesn't leave people in health. People right now, and, and listen, people get mad at me all the time, because they'll share ideas and the danger. See. When you're trying to do something as a teacher, you, it's not lightweight anymore because you're leading people. If you're doing it by yourself, you know, we can pity pack that. But now you're talking about leading people. So you starting this course, starting this book, starting this CD, starting this thing, and it's pre-development of healing. And you're saying, I'm hearing from God said, God said, what God said, show them 
So are you not going to check your God said? Why are you afraid of checking your God said? If God said it. According to the, see, uh, all right, y'all went personal on me with the eyes. Hold on. According to the kingdom articulation agreement, we don't not God said without testing. That's for everybody. That's for me too. Right? So if God said it, why are you scared to test it? Because if I can point to why you're wrong, so it really wasn't God said, it's you said out of what you don't know that you're hiding from. But you don't know that the thing that's springing up in you is so strong that you're actually against God. That's the danger. Uh, y'all see, your will is strong, even though you don't notice it. It's strong. Be careful who you promote. Be careful who you administrating. Who be careful who you allow in your place. It's very hard to. There are many things that we have to do, and I want to conjoin with people and say, "Man, you know, we all the body." But the hardest part is, yeah, we are. But you got. We got to check. If we can't come to the table, we gonna have a problem. I gotta wait. I gotta wait on y'all. So hurry up. Amen. 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 And you know what it is? It's just being Christian. And, and I appreciate that. But this is where we all got to get. Because, you see, when you're following the word rightly divided, this should be the normality of the, the church. No house you go in shouldn't allow people to have revelation. You know why we allow that? Because the driver sometimes in leadership, and I'm not just talking about leadership, but the driver sometimes, because prophetically somebody get it right today, and it conjoined with what that person wanted. Now I give you a mic in your hand, because you was right. I, I was praying about that. So we didn't do testing. We didn't qualify your life. Know them who labor. So we don't know what's going on behind the door. We, we, and we wait on you to come back so we can sit you in the front. So you can keep me lifted in what you hear God saying. And that same person go behind the corner, talk to somebody who they don't like, 
and say something nasty and walk off. Oh, I've seen it all. So you, you, it's not about your title. See, real men don't care about that stuff. We respect it. We honor it. But we, that stuff is secondary to the main thing of the spirit. Because you understand the effectiveness, what it's doing to souls, what it's doing to people. We're so stuck on this stuff that we don't even know. it. It's like we're blindsided by it. If we don't have it, we don't, we're confused about God. So much so we, we can talk and, and live the opposite, but talk it. And so this is when we are principled, we have authority. When people come in like that and say, I know what that is. You can sit there and you'll be able to rightly divide it without assault or offense. You will even be able to stop it because sometimes people need to be quiet. They think they know what they're talking about. And you will love them. I, I've hugged people out laughing, but I'm, I'm telling them they're wrong, but I'm laughing while I'm hugging them. <laughs> no, the Bible didn't say that and because who they're talking to. So I was being shrewd as a serpent, armless, because the effect, the infection that they're about to justify is so wrong for those kids in spirit to hear. It wasn't right. He was talking out of pain because he had experience in church. See, our experience, we think justify our, our, you need, again, the first principles of the oracles of God. No, you're not ready to speak as an oracle, especially when not now known pain. No, this is not unknown. This is unknown. Known pain. No, 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 no. Let, let's go through the process of healing. Because how many, how many, okay, how many kingdom laws are you breaking by trying to speak without healing? Y'all see how the kingdom works? It's a justice system. And in my justice system right now, I'm looking at the clock and I have four children at home. That means we're about to pray and get the last question. <laughs> Stand to your feet if you can. <laughs> I can't counsel you. I can't counsel my own children. I got to get it on. So excuse my season. But them babies are babies. How many of y'all hear what I'm saying tonight? We got to kill the infection. And, and when I, I, I really honor what you said, but you know what? There's so much that if the body just learn to stay with God. If you love people, you want to do it right. You don't, you don't want to do it wrong. You don't want to play Christianity. And on the same time, I, it, I don't want to sound, you know, the hard part is it makes it sound like, oh, he tough. He, no, it's, it's the word of God. It... Yes. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. 
right. Fulfillment, yep. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. God, God is maturing his body. Uh, and he's preparing you because I want to tell you something, that the harvest is plentiful. Don't let nobody lie to you. The harvest is plentiful. We don't have a harvest issue. We have a labor you, 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 you get mature, you're going to realize the harvest ain't, no, the harvest is plentiful. We, we don't have a harvest. People want the answer. Their fight is because they haven't heard the answer, but until we mature, we don't know that's why they're fighting. When you mature, God will walk. And he said, greater works will you do. Even without, wait, hold on. You read men's thoughts, and you talking about, I'm, you process women, process men, you process like nobody else. And you say, greater works I'm going to do. Which means nobody shouldn't be too hard for God. No, whether they choose him or not, that's, that's their business. But nobody should be too hard for God if I have the equipment. And it, it becomes harder when you mature because now you, you have to really learn how to navigate your line because you desire you can you have the ability to walk processes walk people through but you 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 only one person so god gives you the ability to build leaders this is what we're doing here we're, we're building you strong because i found out that god is excited about a huge church but he's more excited about a mature church He's excited about getting him here. But, but the problem with filling it up is the culture will take him out. Because we didn't build according to the past. The culture is still in so much of our believers. And we got to get back to the past. Will you allow God to build according your life according to his pattern about you? It's, it's not always easy. But by his grace. Your mind is telling you. Your, your, your mind is telling you you're not comfortable, but he's saying the fact that you can think about, you can sense my strength, but your mind is trying to walk you out. Hold to the path, and you will see the salvation of the Lord. Some of you, God is going to use you to restore generational alignments. Y'all better hear me. He's going to use you to restore generational 
lines. Before you leave this earth, you're going to leave something generationally. By the Spirit, you're going to leave something generationally. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Because of what you're learning, because of what you're establishing, because you're, you're going through the process, God is going to use you at the force. He's going to use you as the contender for the generation. The contender for your children. As for you and your house, you will serve the Lord. So, Father, we thank you tonight. We give you the praise tonight. Uh, You are worthy to be praised. Father, we thank you for taking us through different pain points, different strategies of the adversary that should have took us out, but it didn't. Because you were by our side. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your love, your kindness that continues to compel us. Father, we thank you for setting us on our way to know your heart, know your mind. That we can stand to know your God in all of us. You didn't say it would be easy, but you did say it was possible. We thank you for divine strength tonight. Father, I pray that you strengthen your body right now. Strengthen your people tonight to handle the wiles that might come about, but to stand to know your God, that you fight our battle, that vengeance are yours, God. We thank you for your grace and mercy Lead us on, God, that we may obtain the mercy and the grace to do what you called us to do, God. We will become. We will overcome to become. We will overcome to become. Father, every mental displacement, Lord, I pray tonight that it be in place. Every delusion of mind, God, I pray a clarity of mind. Lord, we break every confusion tonight. You are not the author of it. So, God, we align our thoughts with your heart and your mind. You said transform our mind. Renew our mind. We renew tonight. We thank you for the renewal, the understanding, the grace, your ability through us. We thank you for all that you are and what you're doing. We say speak on tonight, God. And we'll give you the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Can you give God a hand clap? I love you all. God bless you. We'll see you Sunday. Get some rest. Hey, invite somebody out. We're going to go on a series of I'm going to give you the principles of learning the steps of forgiveness, and you're going to teach it also. Of forgiveness. We're going in the curriculum of forgiveness. 
Amen. Well, she's, she's so funny. So we're going to go down this trajectory. Amen. I love y'all.